Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement, our headquarters, church, house of prayer, prophecy rooms, healing rooms. We're down here in South Florida, Fort Lauderdale to be specific. Come on, join the movement. Ahop.online is where you can watch our online services. And of course, I'm the founder of the Ignite Network, ignitenow.org. Get ignited. Contend with me for a pure prophetic flow. Get equipped. Get inspired. Get community, get practice in your prophetic gifting. IgniteNow.org. I'm the author of our devotional mornings with the Holy Spirit listening daily to the still small voice of God. But today we're reading from the new devotional, Victory Decrees. Dr. Cindy Trim wrote the foreword. Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. We're pressing into this today because God is good and he's got a good plan for you. In the days ahead, we're pressing through. Today's devotion titled, Embrace the Truth That Sets You Free. Embrace the Truth That Sets You Free. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Replace what's in your mind now, the thoughts, the worries, the concerns, with my word. I've not called you to walk in double-mindedness. The devil... introduces into your soul. I'm going to read that again. Replace what's in your mind now with thoughts, the thoughts, the worries, the concerns with my word. I've not called you to walk in the double-mindedness the devil introduces to your soul. I've not called you to walk in worry and fretting and overwhelm that the enemy whispers to your heart. I've called you to walk in victory, even though you know my truth. Remember, it's the truth you walk in, move in, Meditate on and speak out of your mouth that sets you free, says God. Speak the truth, says the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. That's good. Speak the truth. You can know the truth all day, but if you don't speak it, you're not walking in it, you're not moving in it, you're not meditating on it, well, you might not see the degree of freedom that you want and that God wants. John fourteen sixteen, John eight thirty two, John sixteen thirteen are the scripture references from the devotional and the prayer starter. Father, I don't want to be double minded and deceive myself. Break this double minded off nightmares off my life and help me walk stable minded 
in Jesus' name. And the decree, I decree double-mindedness into the enemy's camp. So demon forces cannot agree on a method of attack against me. I declare I am sober-minded and stable in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And oh, I can see today is going to be one of those distracting days. I've seen the enemy. I've seen the face of the wicked one who is plotting against us. But on today, we are reigning victorious. And on every day, in every day, we reign victorious because we are in Jesus. We are in Christ. So we praise you today, Jesus. We praise you today, the Christ, the Lamb of God. We praise you today, Jehovah Jireh. We praise you today, Jehovah Nisi. You're our provider. You are our victory banner and your banner over us is love. It's love. It's love. We praise you today because there is no other God who is worthy of our praise. You are praiseworthy. You are the only one. You are our only good. We lift up the name of Jesus. Ah, the name of Jesus, the Jesus who was not distracted by the taunts and the persecution against him when he walked the face of the earth, but he was mission minded. He didn't let the Pharisees distract him. He didn't let the Sadducees distract him. He didn't let the unbelievers, the naysayers, the task at hand. He knew, he knew, he knew his purpose and he knew his calling and he knew his destiny. He knew, he He knew he wasn't confused about it. He wasn't chasing rabbits. He wasn't going here, there and everywhere. He was doing what he saw the father do. He was following in the footsteps of destiny. He was walking in the spirit. Oh God, we praise you, Jesus, because you were not so easily distracted when you hung up on the cross by those ones who told you, well, just let yourself down. If you be the son of God, just jump up off the cross. Oh, those ones hanging on either side, looking at them, watching them. Oh, the prisoners. Oh, there's some people that are watching you, waiting for you to fall, says the Lord. But I have you in my hands. And when you look upon me, you shall not fall headlong. You shall not fall sideways. You shall not fall backwards into the old ways, says the Lord. You will not take vengeance into your own hands when you look at me, says God. Oh, I have got you. I have got you. And even though the enemy comes to trip you up, oh, I am setting an ambush in the enemy's camp as you praise me. Oh, as you worship me. Oh, as you sing my name out of your mouth. Oh, it will confuse the enemy. It will confuse the distractors. It will confuse those ones who have plotted and planned your fall. And they will fall into the net that they have prepared for you. They will hang themselves on the gallows that they made for you. These demon powers who think that they have you in their sights, who think they're going to take off your head. Your foot will be on the neck of the enemy, says the Lord. These demon powers who have conspired against you, I have seen it and I am laughing. 
thing because they will not succeed because you are in me and I am in you and they will fall. Goliath will fall. Every demon power risen up against you will fall as you gaze upon my beauty. So take a note from David, says the Lord. Read how he handled the warfare, says the Lord. He was successful at every turn, says the Lord, as long as he kept his eyes on me. It was only when he began to look at Bathsheba, says the Lord, that he began to fall, that he began to backslide, that he began to do things that caused him trouble down his family line. So look at me. Don't look at them. Don't look at the demons. Don't look at them. Don't look at the demons. Look at me, says the Lord, and you will find yourself in perfect peace and you will find yourself laughing and singing in chorus with me, says the Lord, and you will know that I am your victory. And you will celebrate me as your victory. Instead of just celebrating the victory, says the Lord, you will celebrate me as your victory. For there's victory to victory to victory to victory to victory to victory to victory. There's always another battle to fight. There's always another victory to attain. But I am your steady, steady victory. When you look at me, see victory. When you hear my voice, hear victory. For that is my plan for you. This is the victory that overcomes the world, says the Lord, even your faith. So believe it and receive it. Walk in it and talk talk it, see it and know it and understand that I created you for victory, not for loss, not for trauma, not for drama. I created you to walk with me and you to go forth in my name and do great exploits. Make me known to love me and to make me known to a lost and dying world. I came, says God, so that none would perish. So make it your mission and do not be distracted. Make it your mission and do not be distracted, says the Lord. Go forth, go forth and focus on the mission, focus on the task at hand, focus on what I have put in your hands to do, to plow before you and you will see great rewards, not just great victory, but great spoils because to the victor goes the spoils. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, help us today to stay focused, to stay focused, to stay focused amid all the distractions, amid all of the petty little dramas that want to rise up, the the, the, the unnecessary fires that want to rage in our face, God. Help us to stay focused on you and your plan and your mission, your mission, your mission. It's your mission. It's your mission. Help us to stay focused on your mission, God. Help us today, Lord. Help us today, Lord. It's about you and what you want us to do. It's not about what we want to do today. It's about what you want to do today. It's not about what we want to do this weekend. It's about what you want us to do this weekend. Help us, Lord, to shift those priorities. Jesus, 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 Jesus. To stay focused on what matters, what really matters, those things that have eternal value. Instead of being distracted by what this one said and what that one did and what they do. Who cares what they say? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? You're not going to stand before Jesus and give an account for, for other people. You're going to give an account for yourself on that day. You're going to give an account for you, not your brother. <laughs> Peter's like, what's going to happen with John? What's going to happen with John? What's going to happen with John? Peter said, mind your business. You stay focused on me. You walk with me. You look to me. Don't worry about what's going to happen to John. Oh, that'll preach. 
Don't worry about what's happening with Susie Q down the street. Don't worry about what's happening with your employee next to the side of your dad. Don't worry about them. Think about Jesus. You're accountable for yourself. Ah, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I saw a sign this morning and I want to pray through this. Our call is a wee bit abbreviated today because I've got to be at a business meeting and got to get ready to go. I didn't want to not be with you this morning. I saw a sign this morning and the sign said, make it right. Make it right. Make it right. Some of you, before another day goes by, before another week goes by, before another month goes by, certainly before another year goes by, need to make it right with somebody. Somebody that has something against you. Some of you need to make it right. Matthew 5, 23. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift, therefore, before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. What? You mean I'm supposed to stop worshiping to go deal with this mess? He messed me over. She messed me over anyway. Passion Translation says, So then, if you are presenting a gift before the altar in the temple, and suddenly you remember a quarrel that you have with a fellow believer, leave your gift there in front of the altar and go at once to apologize with the one who is offended. Then, after you have reconciled, come to the altar and present your gift. Why should I apologize to them? I didn't do anything. It's their imagination. They think I did something. They're just so easily offended. They're just so touchy. I didn't do anything. It was a complete misunderstanding. I tried to talk to them before, and they wouldn't even bother to listen to me. Why should I leave my gift at the altar? I am here to worship you, Lord. I have brought you my offerings, my tithes. I have come to worship you, and you don't want my worship? You don't want my gift. I'm supposed to leave my gift at the altar. You don't want it. You want me to leave it here and come back and present it later after I go deal with this person who has been rude and been slandering me all around the place and been difficult to deal with, won't even return my phone calls with them. They don't want nothing to do with it, Lord. But the Lord says, leave your gift there in front of the altar and go at once. Not tomorrow, not next week, not when you work up the courage, not if you feel led. Go at once, guys. What? Why I have to apologize? Well, they're, they're, offended. they're offended with everybody. They don't like half the body of Christ. Why do I have to go and apologize to this person? I didn't even do anything. I talked to my apostle. I took wise counsel. They all agreed. I didn't do anything. They're just offended. A brother offended is harder to be one than a walled city. Why? I just want to worship you, Lord. Why do I have to go deal with this mess right now? You want me to tell you why? Because that person is an unforgiveness. And if they stay in unforgiveness, they will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's what the Bible says. And he loves them so much that your act of worship, listen to me, your act of worship in that moment, he'll receive your offering anytime. He loves you. He's not rejecting you. Your act of worship is to go and try to win back that offended brother so they don't spend the rest of their life in hell and the rest of their, their living days in misery and then end up losing their salvation over an offense, even though it wasn't your fault, even though it was imaginary, even though they're offended with half the world, or maybe you did do something. Ah, maybe you did do something that you do need to go apologize for. And maybe you just can't see that you're wrong. 
Maybe you've justified yourself and maybe the Lord's concerned about you and can't receive your offering because you've got bitterness in your heart. Maybe he wants you to go get cleansed and cleaned and cleared so that he can receive your offering in the spirit in which you are intending to display it because you do love God. But you were burned, you were hurt. God loves them. God loves you. We're all one race called the church race. Can we get it right? Now, some people, I, I agree, you can't reconcile with them because they're, they're consumed with demons and they mean you harm. Some people, they're just demonized, operating in familiar spirits, divination spirits, whatever kind of spirits, seducing spirits, Jezebel spirits, and they mean your destruction. They've given themselves over and you can't have peace with that. That's why the Bible says, as far as it depends on you, have peace with all men, if it's possible, but it's not always possible. So, Father, when someone has something against us, would you help us to be <laughs> humble enough to, adopt, to stop worrying about who was right and just be righteous? To stop worrying about who was right, who was right, well, I was right, well, they were wrong, well, I was right, well, they were wrong. Well, it was just a disagreement. Well, if the disagreement is causing you to be bitter, have to prove yourself and strive, and then there's something wrong in your heart. And maybe you can't be reconciled to that person. Maybe they won't receive you back. Maybe what you did was so bad that they just don't feel like they can reestablish relationship. But at least you've done what the Bible says. At least you have tried. As far as it depends on you, you tried. Father, would you give us the grace of humility that we can follow your leading walk in your word with regard to the body with regard to relationships that we can find reconciliation where reconciliation is possible but that we can at least close doors to the enemy by having a conversation by attempting to reconcile at least get our heart clean and our hands purified by walking in your word do you see it this is a complicated issue too much to deal with in a 30-minute prayer call, but you've got to start thinking about these things. 2020 is going to be a year of reconciliation, among other things. I'll be sharing all this with you later. You better make sure that as far as it depends on you, you're good if you want God's best for you. Father, help us. Help us. Help us to stay focused right now, even right now, as I glance down and I see aberrant comments. Help us. In the case of reconciliation, knowing that it's not always possible, not always healthy, <laughs> not always possible, it's not always healthy. Some relationships have caused so much damage that where repentance is not present, there can be no reconciliation. But help us, Lord, to stop all the petty little dumb stuff with our brothers and sisters. They sat in my seat at church. I didn't get to sing in the Christmas special. All these little petty offenses. It has nothing to do with anybody trying to cause you harm. You weren't trying to cause anybody else harm. You just didn't have time to go to lunch with them that day. These are the things I'm talking about. So, Father, when someone has something against us, would you help us to be sensitive enough in the spirit that we would recognize that they have something against us? Would you help us, Lord, to have the courage to go and apologize even if we're not wrong and just say look I'm sorry for there was you know misunderstanding or, or help me understand what I did I, I want to make it right would you help us Lord Jesus didn't do anything and he died on a cross for us and we want to be 
like Jesus. So help us today, God, to get it straight, to get it right, to do your will in regard to relationships, relational dynamics. I see that, Lord. There's somebody listening to me and you had... You lost a precious, precious relationship, and you, you, you even said to yourself, I, I'll never talk to them again. You need to break that vow because it's hindering the reconciliation that you both want. Did you hear me? You need to break that vow. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you said, I'm never going to talk to them again. I can't see how I can ever work with them. I don't see how I could ever possibly reconcile with them. And you've, you, you've, you've issued this vow that's blocking what God wants to do. You need to repent. You need to repent. You need to repent. In Jesus' name, I'm going to dive into this kind of stuff more with you in the weeks and months ahead as the Spirit leads. I've got to be somewhere, and I apologize. I've got to cut this five minutes short today. I could tell by the Spirit that some of you or somebody on here is just really upset that I'm talking about this and praying about this. Don't be. I'm not suggesting you should get back together with an abuser. Please don't hear that in what I've said. The scripture says you, you found that your brother has something against you. That means it's someone that you walked with, not an abusive spouse or an abusive church leader necessarily. Just some, sometimes those things just are never going to work out. If you want to sow a seed today into this broadcast, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org. You can find all the different ways there to press in to your offering. Listen, I want you to come to my New Year's Eve service. Some of you need a touch from God. Some of you need a prophetic word, a personal prophetic word. Some of you need healing in your soul. Some of you need deliverance. I don't know what you need, but we're going to have an extravaganza on New Year's Eve. We're going to be gathering to fellowship, to worship. I'm going to be teaching you how to set your vision for 2020. I'll be releasing my prophetic words for 2020. Uh, we'll be having, you know, words of knowledge, and then we're going to prophesy over everybody that moves. I'm going to have my whole team there, and we're going to prophesy over, over everybody. So fly down, drive down, get down here, however you can, on December 31st. We're going to start with fellowship, get everybody in, begin to talk about the vision. Well, I don't know what order we'll do it in, honestly, but we're going to do all that stuff. So get down here, if you can, to the Global Prophetic Center, Awakening House of Prayer. One word from God can change your life. That might be what sets your whole past decade in alignment is the one word you receive. We're going to be releasing personal prophecy over as many people as humanly possible. So get in. We've got all night to do it. So we've got from 7 till midnight. We've got plenty of time. So go in. Get registered at jenniferleclair.eventbrite.com. No, we are not going to stream this online and prophesy to you online, just so you know, because people are asking, well, if I, if I, if I register, and if I, can you stream it online? Can you do a Skype session with me? No, I can't. I wish I could. I really do. You've got to come in person. To receive the prophetic ministry, you've got to come in person. Got to come in person. Just a few days left on Early Bird School of the Prophetic, January 2020. It, you can find that at jenniferleclair.eventbrite.com. The Seer Activation 2020 Tour. The dates we have on Eventbrite right now is New York City, Washington, D.C., Tampa, Florida, and Orlando, Florida. Those are the ones you can register for. We're looking for churches to partner with us to help us to... Uh, uh, with the facility so we can go around the country doing these through the course of the year. We've got four of them up right now. God is good. JenniferLeClaire.eventbrite.com. Hallelujah. Make sure you're on my email list. You never know when we're going to send you something you're going to want. Sometimes we send you replays of things or last-minute opportunities to stream something, and 
If you're not on the mailing list, you won't get it. You just won't get it. JenniferLeClaire.org slash donate is how you can sew. You can also use Cash App, dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give, 754-701-2161. Text the word pray, 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. You can use the Venmo, at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563. We're still raising money for those cameras and the microphone. If any of you was at the Ascend Conference, we have a very expensive microphone, but they changed all the FCC settings with the 5G, and now you can't. we can't use it. It just cuts out constantly. So now if we have to buy another microphone, the only one we can get that will work in our building, in our area, costs $1,000. So it's crazy. But if you want to sew into any of that, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. Cameras and tripods and all of it has to be upgraded every so many years. We've had ours for five years. That's unusual. Usually about three years is about what you can get away with with some of this stuff. The technology changes. Yes, Paula, there is limited seating. Hallelujah. Your truck broke down. I'm so sorry. Listen, I got to go. I, I don't have time on these broadcasts as much as I would love to to do your to personal prayer requests. It's corporate prayer. Uh, if, you need, if you have a prayer request, you can send that to prayer at awakeninghouseofprayer.com. Okay? God bless you guys. Have a great day. We'll be back with you later on. Have a great day. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.